I've been through a lot of things. I just, I just thought about your entire life from birth until now. And I was just zoning out, picturing like snapshots in a movie, every scene, Garrett. I, I, hope, you're, I hope you're not picturing my birth. It was fucking beautiful. <laughs> I'm, I'm really bothered by the, you're picturing my birth. Oh, who the hell wants I, to picture that? I, if, if we're going through your life montage, I spent three quarters of it just on you, just, just, just you covered in slime. Yeah. yeah, we all know you in live births. No, don't even get me started. Don't even get you started. The podcast there. <laughs> There's a lot to unpack there. A lot to unpack. I gotta wonder why. I gotta wonder why. Let's begin now. I woke up this morning and I said, you know, instead of waiting for a good day to happen, you know, waiting around through ups and downs, you know, I, I just said, look. What's going on, everyone? Uh, welcome back to a Breath of Fresh Life podcast. Uh, I, I guess I'm your host, uh, co-host in this podcast with uh, myself. I'm Garrett Hayden and uh, Andrew Lydon, Brenna Keefe. Uh, what's going on, guys? Hey, I'm so excited to be back. Great to be talking to you, too. <laughs> yeah, it is, uh, it is great to be back. If we, uh, you know, wind the clocks back to our last... Um, episode. It was uh, October of last year, uh, but we're still going strong. You know, we're back. Everyone seems to be kind of settled into, you know, living situations and all that. And you know, Andrew Andrew's out in in, in Brooklyn now, so uh, a lot of a lot of new stuff. But uh, excited to be back with you guys, uh, with the uh, loyal listeners, for this uh, new episode. This uh, first episode. Of, 2022 um but yeah guys it's uh it's great to be back it's crazy that the last time we like got together was october yeah it's wild to hear yeah a lot has changed since then yeah a lot of it like for the for listeners a lot of it was contract disputes like we had some pretty tumultuous six like the, all of us didn't speak for large periods of time a lot of slander being said back and forth. So just so happy all that's cleared up. We don't have to go into it today, but I mean, just so tumultuous. Yeah, yeah. We are. People listening. I'm, you were in that. With, but now there's absolutely none. In that it's ne- not like it all look like it's all just gone. Yeah, we were in that uh, negotiating room for, for a couple months. <laughs> going through depositions and all that. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, we we like, came out smarter. My lawyer says I'm not allowed to comment on that. It might be another six months, Gary. You you call yourself the co-host. Me and Brenda are texting on the side. We're furious. Oh, geez. <laughs> First I've heard of this. <laughs> no, I'm, just, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, it's really good to get everyone back together. It's, it's rare that we do these, and so we do it. It's pretty baller. I'm looking forward to learning about how life has been for you, too. 
this is a good opportunity for us to chat. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, before we kick things off, um, for the for the listeners out there, you can listen to us um, on Spotify if you if you do so prefer. Um, but yeah, you know, a lot has changed, obviously, in the the last uh, six months or so. Um, yeah, I mean, wherever you guys want to start off, I mean, really, uh, I don't know. It's been, it's been a while since we've done this, so I'm like, I'm not. I, I want to make sure I'm not talking too much. <laughs> No, you're doing great. We'll turn it over to you, Garrett. Uh, oh. What's going on? What are some highlights, lowlights, in between lights between uh, now and when we last spoke? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I feel like, you know, ever since COVID hit, it's a, uh, it's hard to keep track of time and like months and like stuff that went on in our lives. Um, but you know, not not too much has changed. You know, I. Uh, had a new uh, direction that I went with my other podcast that I started uh, during the new year, which was fun. You know, doing um, the sports podcast, as you guys know, and then um, starting in the new year, talking to guests every week. Um, and that was something that I'd wanted to do for the podcast for a long time. And that was something that came up and it's uh, really been fun. It's really been a nice added element to that, that I can, you know, talk to other people about, you know, sports and, you know, going into topics that, you know, I haven't usually covered. So that's probably, you know, I guess the biggest change for me, I guess, maybe uh, professionally or career-wise, whatever you want to say, but, you know, yeah, things are, things are good. You know, I'm excited for uh, the summer and the summer months, you know, all the activities that that brings, you know, being able to spend time with friends and family and, you know, really just kind of slow down because, you know, during the, during the school year, things can get, you know, pretty, pretty high intensity, high stress, you know, Brenna can obviously attest to that. Um, but I think just this time of year always makes me feel good that it's a time that you can kind of relax and, you know, spend time with, spend time with people. I will say, Garrett, I'm a big fan of the turn that your podcast has taken. Mm. I love your guest spots. They're fun to listen to. Yeah. And, uh, you know, <laughs> it, it does make it, it, it is pretty funny that we're recording this week because Brenna, you actually came on uh, the guest Friday last week. So that was uh, that was really fun. Um, it was a, a really fun conversation getting to talk to you about uh, the softball coaching that you've been doing the last two years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Andrew, I'm dying to know, how's the move? How's the, the life? Life, a breath of fresh life, all, all the life that's been lived in six months. It's really too bad. I'm, I miss you, both of you very dearly, but Gara, lucky enough to see you in the last two weeks. I miss you so much, Brenna. I know, I miss you too. Um, but, but no, life has been good. I moved down here with Daisy um, at the start of April. So then you're like a few months traveling a little bit here and there. So traveling for work and traveling like to see friends and family would went back to Boston uh, a few weeks back, but yeah, really it's been settling in like just building on my community here. So it's a slow grind because I don't know anyone outside of Daisy and I don't like drive her crazy and be with her all the time. So 
um, just like finding new hobbies and activities that like put me in front of people. And, you know, I was so lucky to like leave a really great network of people, like my friends and my family who I love. And I'm like, I've been very blessed to have all those people around me, but I have to kind of reinvent that. Just, I mean, I'll never have it the way that I did in Natick, but like, you know, I'm sure as you move to, I was actually really curious because I know you live, like you moved to Oregon and you've done a few of these like off the beaten path moves. That, like, I mean, everyone kind of does, but yeah, it's, it's really fun. And like my relationship with Daisy is like really, really strong because we had to spend so much time together. Um, but it's also a bit lonely too. Uh, but I think over time I'll dissipate as I kind of move out into um, shooting more activities, put myself out there a little bit more. But so it's netted positive, but I've learned a lot, a lot in the last couple months and before that i've just been chilling but, but yeah that's awesome did you, did you do you remember kind of like defining your life when you were when you moved to like the new city or anything like that like because i know worcester is it's a movement and you bought a house that's a crazy life thing but you were still local it's like your people you could still access your people when you didn't have like let's grab a cup of coffee access to people like how did you deal with that I will. So I've done that. I've done it a couple of times because I went to Syracuse and I didn't know anybody. Um, and I almost left and came back to Natick actually. Um, but I joined the rugby team and kind of found that group of friends. So then when I eventually went to Oregon, I did know one person, but it wasn't a healthy, positive relationship. So I kind of had to reinvent myself fully across the country um, so it was hard. I mean, I joined rugby out there too, cause I knew that it worked. I knew that it helped. It was a hobby. I love the community and the people. Um, but I also did things like I would go to like local bars by myself and like grab a drink and then work my way up to like talking to somebody. And like, there's always good people around you. You just need to kind of feel it out, but it takes practice. Like I was really bad at it at first. Um, but now I could go anywhere and I would, I could come home with a new phone number and be like, Hey, you want to hang out next weekend? Like, hell yeah, sure. Like, <clears throat> I mean, I won't lie. Kate is the true queen and gift. Uh, when it comes to befriending strangers and having them become our friends, she's very good at it. Um, but she's rubbing off on me. I'm, you know, it's doable, but it, it honestly, it takes more self-confidence than you think it does, which is crazy. But it, it really, it takes time and practice. And this is like first kind of big one, right? Oh, yeah. And I feel like the difference between like we're like, like me, you and Kate are at, like at a bar where like meet someone, they're like, these three are like the funniest people. Like, I absolutely love these people. Like that, like making epic moments, I feel very comfortable with. But it's like actually like spend time with someone, awesome time, normal dude, 30 years old, nice guy. And I'm like, hey, like, we should hang out like every other weekend until I move out of here. Like, how do I say that? You know what I mean? So, so it's like the gap for me is like, I feel like I can have positive, like healthy moments or even like funny or kind of epic moments. But, um, it's just like knowing when to pull that switch of like, we should, we should really hang out. And it's, it's all platonic. Now I'm saying it, it sounds like strange when I'm saying it, but I just mean like, to like, you know, like watch the game or something, but yeah. No, they, they don't tell you when you're growing up how hard it is to make friends as an adult. Yeah, it's they so hard. It's mind-boggling. I, I don't even need, like, a best friend. Like, I have plenty of, like, I have, like, four to five, like, rock-solid friends will have them forever. I just need someone to, like, shoot the shit with. Like, 
I just, I don't even, my bar is not high. <laughs> but anyway, I'll get off my soapbox about that. But that's like my challenge right now, Keith. It's like Andrew moved out, doesn't have a lot of friends to begin with. Now he has no friends. He doesn't go out anywhere. So he's like, I'm not making any friends. I'm sitting in my house. And I get out of my house. I meet with these people. And I'm like, you're nice and cool. But I never asked him to hang out. So... Hmm. See, I, I think my my big key when I'm like, I like this person, I would like to hang out with them again, is I find an event that like <laughs> comes up and I'm like, hey, why don't we hang out at this event at this time at this place? Mm. Like get your number, whatever, it like presets it so it's not like weird. And then once you hang out twice, it's like, okay, we're friends. Wow. Yeah. Mm. That's good. See, I, I can't even get to the first. So maybe I got to find the event first and then work on the friend. Because I mean, if I get two hangouts right now, I would be elated. I get, I haven't even got one hangout. I like, I was talking to someone, and my day, Daisy was like, "Why don't we like invite them over for dinner?" I'm like, "No, we can, I don't know. I don't want to do that." <laughs> but if I find events, things might change. Could be big. I'm yeah. one event away right now, brother. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, and I a concert. Like, what did you? Did you have any like in the back pocket of like? Um, I honestly, I look for like beer events. I look for like, um, different like food truck events. When I was in Oregon, a food truck event, hopping. I'd be like, Hey, you want to go to the beer garden? Like there's two new food trucks there. Like, and I would like pull them in with that. Or like there was bingo on Monday nights in Oregon. That was how I got my friend Jackie to become my best friend. Like it was, <laughs> I just kind of like little, little moments where I'm like, you seem like you'd like a really trashy game of bingo where you win things. Like, oh god, I knew you'd solve all my problems. <laughs> always have. Well, I'm good to go, guys. I'll talk to you later. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Keith, that's uh, you don't even know how money you are. That is money. I'm really gonna put. All, I'm gonna put all that into practice. I'm like, no, all seriousness. I'm gonna put all that into practice. I think that's that's really helpful. You should, and don't get disappointed. Or, and I like, I know it can be isolating and lonely, but like, if you go out and just like enjoy the like the bar by yourself, and you don't actually end up meeting anyone cool, that's still a cool new thing that you got to do. Yeah. So how, I like how comfortable are you when you're just like by yourself? Like, how prolonged could you be by yourself before you're like, I need to interview? I could probably be alone, like completely alone for like a week. Like I, I actually like need time by myself to like decompress and be away from others. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm an extroverted introvert. So like, I actually love being by myself, but now that I have someone who I love very much in my life, it's obviously alone time is few and far between. And I think that transition has been difficult, but like, now I couldn't imagine my life without her being here. And I can still have time. Like, it's like inventing that space and time. But I would say, like, purely by myself a week, and then I'd be like, I need to talk to somebody or I'm going to go crazy. But I guess maybe just to follow up on that, like, within a standard week, because I'm also, I live with my partner all the time. How, like, how often are you looking in blocks, like, I'm going to like just do something to be out of the house or is it like even within the house, like I'm going to look for like certain walks in the day or week to like decompress. I think both, honestly. Um, I'm my, our big thing is like, we have a TV in our bedroom and a TV in the living room. So like if one of us like 
doesn't want to watch what the other one's watching or like just wants to be alone just kind of split and then like check on each other and it's just so you still get that alone time but it's like you're breathing like (laughs) like yeah (laughs) i really like that and i also do say tv is one of the big like the main the main drivers if you're like i need to kind of empty some thoughts out of my head and not think about anything too serious yeah I I'm a very big fan of like noise as a background to like tune out what's going on in my brain. So like I listen to a lot of books too. So like I'll have the TV on and be listening to a book, but that's like sensory overload for a lot of people, like included. So like my intake of multiple medias at one time shuts my whole brain off. But for her, it's the complete opposite. It like stresses her out. So also like kind of like finding that space to do that. But honestly, I would say like me just like decompressing and doing nothing. I am a huge fan of ASMR. (laughs) I will sit and like, it just, I don't know what it is. It's like the tapping and the scratching and all that stuff. I'm not like, not mouth sounds, like the chewing food and stuff like that. Cannot do it. But like all of the other stuff, I don't know what it is. It knocked me out cold. Like, I don't need melatonin. I don't need anything. Like, it shuts everything off. Wow. Yeah, it is actually, I'm glad I stumbled upon it. My whole TikTok, like, live feed is just ASM artists. And, like, it's really, it's, I really, like, highly recommend it, actually. (laughs) That's, that's funny that you mentioned that, because I feel like I'm definitely someone that I need some type of media to, like, help me fall asleep, for example. I need to have music going. I need to, <laughs> my thing for so long is like listening to like old comedy specials where I'm just literally listening to something I've listened to a thousand times, but it just helps me like fall asleep. It helps me, you know, shut my brain off and, and go to sleep. Yes, that's that's exactly what it is. Like Kate always has the TV on. That's what helps her fall asleep. So like, I personally don't need the TV. It's just like, that is a noise that works. But like my, my biggest issue is that I also have like that hyper-focus ADHD. So like, if there's a good show on that we're watching and I like get hooked in, I can like, I, sometimes I watch TV and I like close my eyes and I just listen. So I don't, I'm not like fully mm. hooked in on watching. So then I can't fall asleep because I'm like still watching the show, even though I'm like trying to sleep. Right. So Kate actually got me like Bluetooth headphones so that I can like wear them. It's like a headband so I can sleep with them and they don't like hurt my ears or anything. There's no mm-hmm. like damage. Um, and then I put ASMR on and that's what I end up falling asleep to like a lot. So I, I, I understand the need to have like some form of media on. Like sometimes you just like have to shut off your brain. Actually me and Ethan Maple had a mind boggling conversation about this one. (laughs) We've got time. What, What was the, what was the outcome of that conversation? It actually, it was so, it was super interesting because we were talking about like ways to shut off and like clear out your brain. And I was telling him that um, I have this, like, I have a, I think a very strong imagination. I was an only child growing up, so I had to have an incredibly strong imagination. Uh, And attest to this, absolutely. Yes. So like for me, 
I have this like room in my brain that like I like imagine myself walking in the room and it's like all black. There's a giant black bed in the middle, silk sheets, like the whole shebang, super comfy, lots of pillows. And then I like imagine myself like shutting windows and like the windows are like thoughts. And so like that's like how I literally clear out my head. It's like full imagination, full dive in. And Ethan was like, that is crazy because he had an all white room where he did something incredibly similar to like shut his brain off overall with this. And I was like, I've not only do I feel like we're perfect opposites because mine's a black room and yours is a white room, but like I'd never met anybody in the world who understood what I was talking about. Like he, he was like, yes, that I do this too. And I was like, I'm not crazy. <laughs> That's fascinating. Isn't that cool? That's really cool. And not to zoom out on that, but that's pretty much what it's like being a volunteer and like being around, going on, coming on staff. It's like, oh, like this person thinks exactly how I think. Like this is the most riveting room I've ever wanted to be in. And that's, yeah, yeah but each, but the black and white, I have no idea what that means, but I'm interested. Yeah. That's, that's friggin' awesome. Yeah. And I actually, this is one story I'd love to tell is um, I had the chance. So Ethan was in Natick <clears throat> and I got to sit down with him, Click, and, and Ethan's wife. And it was a beautiful night, sat around the, campfire for like four hours just talking about life where he's been what he's doing um really think i could i think his life is a little slower now i think we could like squeeze him on here i know we have a pretty big backlog of guests but um i might shoot him a text and see if we can't uh have him tell the story firsthand but yeah we will move we will move every guest behind yeah you know, well, Ethan well to the front unless, Can- unless candy says she wants on again she wants to fill us in oh, of course of course, of course. Them find it out. maybe they'll both come on at the same time okay. nobody knows well, it's not yeah let's get yeah let's get really I can't get into politics yeah <laughs> yeah no but the brain shutting down the brain though is yeah. is and then when you're alone in your thoughts you kind of figure out what we're actually thinking about i used to yeah. meditate so like you like you find you sit down for 20 minutes you actually figure out like what you're thinking about and then you're like oh that's what i'm what I'm thinking about. Yeah, I will. Um, I will gladly admit on this podcast that I'm definitely someone that enjoys their own company, and you know, oftentimes you know, entertain myself with my own thoughts. You know, talk through stuff, or you know, even after I, for example, you know, read an article about like a sports thing or something like that. You know, kind of in my head, or even out loud, talking about okay, you know this is interesting or, you know, I didn't think about something like this before. And I think, you know, that's something that I kind of have always been that way. I feel like, you know, even, even through college, but, um, you know, definitely I think it's, it's important to be able to, you know, be on your own every, every once in a while, but, you know, me kind of still living at home, it's not, it's not possible that I have like an entire day. To myself but you know usually with people out of the house typically you know i'm able to have kind of a lot of time to myself but not like the entire day you know not anything like that dude you've always been someone that i thought like from the first time i met you like this does strike me as someone very irregular in the sense that he thinks about everything from every side and every angle and like that is something that i think we talk to 10 people about you that's like you were very thoughtful in the sense where not only do you think about other people, but like you just think about a lot of things from a lot of angles. And that's why I think you make very good decisions and make sound judgment on things. I also feel like that is a bit of a trait within your family though. So I'm not going to give you too much credit because your whole family is just super thoughtful 
yeah. um, up and down the board. Yeah. Starts and, I, to talk. and I think that like I've, I've grown in that way too, that I feel like, I think especially, you know, in terms of being a sports fan, I think I used to be a lot more, you know, reactionary when things happen or, you know, for example, you know, watching a sporting event and, you know, something happens that goes against the team that I'm rooting for, you know, I feel like I'm able to kind of sit back and digest things rather than being like, being kind of knee jerk and, you know, shoot from the hip. And honestly, like, that's how a lot of people are as sports fans. But, you know, I feel like I'm one of those people that, you know, Andrew, like you said, taking a look at things from, you know, all angles and all perspectives. Oh, absolutely. Sometimes I had, I wish I had a little bit more of that. Like I'm like a shoot off the hip. <laughs> like, <laughs> like should have probably thought about that first. <laughs> so, I do. I envy that. That is a, yeah. a talent that I wish that I had sometimes. Yeah. You know, I feel like I'm a type of person that, you know, given the experiences that I've gone through in life, you know, it's easy to take, take things in stride and kind of, you know, immediately when you know something goes wrong or something happens like that it's like you know i've kind of been through stuff like this and you know i know that it's easy to get upset about certain things but i feel like i always try to you know maintain not get too high or too low yeah that's really good hmm Andrew, you look like you're deep in thought. Yeah. I'm just thinking, oh, well, you're like, I've been through a lot of things. I just, I just thought about your entire life from birth until now. And I was just zoning out, picturing like snapshots in a movie, every scene here. I, I, hope, you're, I hope you're not picturing my birth. It was fucking beautiful. <laughs> I'm, I'm really bothered by that you're picturing my birth. Oh, who the hell I, wants to picture that? I, if, if we're going through your life montage, I spent three quarters of it just on you, just, just, just you covered in slots. Yeah. yeah, we all know you in live births. No, don't even get me started. Don't even get you started. Gas there. There's a lot to unpack there. A lot to unpack. Gotta wonder why. Gotta wonder why. Yeah. How your parents doing, Brenna? Good. Um, Dan is now the director of the Natal Rec Department. Whoa. Back from the retirement. Mm-hmm. Holy moly. Jeez, yeah. he's like Tom Brady. You can't keep him retired that long. You can't keep that man down. So he was, supposed, he was supposed to retire in July, and then something happened, and they needed to fill the position, and they were like, wow, please stay. Basically, so he's going to stay on at least until September. My mom and I want him to stay on longer, but um, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So Dan's doing great. Kim is always doing great. Um, Nana's doing great, too. She lives with them, so things are going good there. Um, I just saw her today. Made her a nice little chocolate shake after school. <laughs> School's done. Officially done. It's summer. <laughs> I'm very excited. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> I, although 
do I do start working at the beach like immediately like I was supposed to work today but today was the last day of school so um so I'll be at the beach Friday like doing my my duck pond shifts but um I get two days kind of like of a in between doing absolutely nothing which I'm very excited about nice yeah yeah school school finishing also today for uh my mother and for my younger brother who spent the last month uh or so you know student teaching at the same school so they were done today too so that was definitely a celebration here as well yeah uh, Garrett, I think I think it's got to be Southern's podcast. I think you got you got to talk through the Carter beef with Nazer and Allie DePrenna. I think I think she'd absolutely eat it up. Are you sure you want to air this dirty laundry out? Oh, I think I think it's only right. All right, all right. So, um, as the the listeners of this podcast, you know, um, Allie Janet, uh, friend friend of the program. Or foe, uh, depending on the story. Oh, we'll yeah, depending <laughs> on circumstances. Or foe. Um, so, Allie Janet, friend or foe of the podcast, <laughs> whichever way you want to talk about it. And uh, Matt Nazer, definitely a friend of the pod, I would say. Yeah, both friends. Uh, both are. Uh, friends, we love you. Both are uh, spent the last year at least uh, working at my mother's school. So uh, a couple of weeks ago, I uh, said to Carter to uh, say hello to Matt Nazer for me because I realized that, you know, it had, I, it had been a while. And so I was like, oh, you know, so I'll tell Matt I said, what's up? So uh, Carter, you know, does that. He comes home later and he's like, uh, okay, so, you know, Allie was uh, bothered that you didn't say, uh, you didn't say what's up to her. And I was like, well, you know. She, she's been at the school for a couple of years, you know, I, I, I know that she's been there, you know, that's not really the point. Uh, Allie, if you're listening to this, don't take any disrespect to that. Um, and so, uh, let's see, then I think I saw Andrew maybe like the next weekend and, uh, we were speaking about Allie and Matt and, you know, Andrew asks Carter, oh, you know, has, has my name come up? you know, with, with Allie and uh, Matt Nazer and Carter says, Carter says no. So, you know, Andrew, obviously, as he, as he does, uh, takes great offense to that. And <laughs> so uh, Carter, I think, goes back and uh, talks to Matt Nazer and Allie uh, about Just Andrew. Things over. Yeah, you know. And then, uh, you know, Matt Nazer says you know, says hello back and, you know, is a nice cordial person about that. And, uh, Allie, uh, whether this is per on purpose or not, you know, Carter asks her about, you know, Andrew and she's like, Andrew who? Dro drops that bomb. So, you know, that's just an interesting uh, bit of information there. So, uh, we are, we are in the midst of getting, um, Allie and Matt together for a, uh, for a dinner to uh, help kind of simmer or help uh, cool, cool things down. Tell the people about the connections we have with the margaritas. You're, I don't know if we want to share that information. We want to show our hand? I don't, th I don't think that's a smart idea. To show our hand would be, could be dead. That could, that could absolutely yeah. ruin. That'd be pride before the fall. Let's I just say we have a... Margaritas. Let's just I, say we I have a... I call it the margaritas. It's just margaritas. 
Yeah, we we have a connection there, so we're, we're going to keep that one close to vest. That one, yeah. if you subscribe to our private podcast, we'll talk more about that twenty minutes after the podcast. Yeah, the, the, the Patreon. That's gonna be big. That's gonna be big bucks. That's not, that's not free content. No. Um, but no, but yeah. So I sent in Carter to kind of do my messaging, my bidding, and he just he comes back with horrible news. Being Garrett are distraught, um, but we're we, we're planning meticulously behind the scenes. Yeah. Have our day. We are in contact with uh, Mr. Nazer. We're already in contact. We're already in contact. Yeah. I have to say, unfortunately, your uh, personal assistant dropped the ball today. Of course he did. He did not. Uh, he did not. In. in uh, he did not uh, tell Allie about our, our plan. That's so correct. You may need to find a, a new personal assistant. We should tell him we're just terminating. Terminated. Effective immediately. Effective immediately. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, then we'll have to get on to Janet then. But yeah, that's our story with uh, that's our story with. Yeah. Some of that. Hilarious. Yeah. Carter was in that school though. I hope he enjoyed that that internship. All jokes aside, I hope he enjoyed that. That's pretty cool. Oh yeah, years. yeah. He really did. You know, that's, um, you know, something he's really passionate about. So, um, he seemed to enjoy it. You know, enjoy his time with the with the kids. You know, no, actually, I'm just thinking about it out loud here. Because like going to Clemson, studying special ed, that's like right in the Janet cloth right there. Exactly. That's yeah, yeah. I mean, all joking aside, it would be great to it would be great to talk to her one day on this uh, podcast. Yeah. You know, she's definitely. I also love how like you're a little bit terrified of Janet. Like you're talking about Janet, I'm like I'm a little terrified of Janet. Like keep her to Janet. Sorry, like shit. Like here it goes. Like she's scared. Scary person, great person, love her to death, but I'll, I'll always be a little intimidated in Valley. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you gotta, yeah. <laughs> she's a giant, she's a giant teddy bear. Oh, yeah. Deep down. Oh, yeah, yes, she is, and I'm sure that I've said this on the podcast. She was my uh, very first volunteer at Camp Arrowhead, so that's a that's a special relationship that's been... Uh, would, you, would you go on record saying that she was the best? I mean, you're really putting me on the spot right now. I mean, geez, you're asking me as one of my volunteers. Oh. That is a crazy spot to put me in. I, if I had to put money on it, I'm going to go your favorite volunteer. I'm, I honestly don't even think I have an answer right now. Oh. I'm not prepared. You want me to go top 10 off the... No, I'm just kidding. I think Aaron Sachs is right there as far as someone we dragged off the streets and was an elite volunteer well, i put him in josh cotter as a repeat i mean i mean andrew Sachs, not not you that's said right. you said aaron Sachs. so no that's, andrew right, Sachs. that's right that's right that's right that's i mean right. yeah you know i don't know maybe i'll put together a, a top 10 volunteers or you should you should tier them like one of those like tier oh videos. yeah <laughs> I mean, I gotta get a master list though of all the volunteers. Oh, uh, you had Glick. You had Glick one year too. I did. I did. I did. You had, and then you had Katie Anderson and Stephen Lou one year. I did. Yeah. A lot of hitters. I mean, that's a that's a who's who. That's a perennial who's who. It is a Josh who's Cora, who. Yes. Back. <laughs> right. You had Josh Collar one on one, I think. Yeah, you're uh, naming a lot of names right now. Bolton in 2012. So yeah. uh, those are some good lists. Those are some yeah. Good people. I mean, geez, being in one yeah. place for. 10, 11 years, uh, you'll come up with a lot of names. Right. 
you stick around a place for a lot of time, you get a lot of names. Yeah. Good point. Hmm. True. True. Yeah, not not ready to name a favorite <laughs> volunteer. We're not we're not going I was there. Just, I was just there would be way too many feelings that might be hurt. So. No, I'll put a top top ten out on the podcast yeah, from yeah, the yeah. podcast Twitter. Top ten <laughs> volunteers. That'll be good. That'll be good. Top ten volunteers. Don't at me. <laughs> Dead or alive. <laughs> oh man. Keith, what are you going to be doing at the uh, at the pond? Um, I'm one of the beach managers, so I just kind of like oversee the lifeguards, make sure they're doing what they're supposed to do, deal with the patrons, stuff like that, like managerial stuff. But this is my third year doing it, I think. Yeah, third year. So going into year three at the beach, just finished year three at Naik High School. So it's crazy. You know, if you have a... Uh... Yelp account, you can uh, go review uh, the beach on Yelp okay. if, if you'd like. So, you know, if you do go there and you do have an account, you know, fill out a positive review. That'll go, that, that'll go a long way. Say, great beach manager. Right, Keith? Yes. Now, I gotta say this, because I'm a little bit, I don't, I haven't stayed at a job long enough to, like, reap the rewards of being somewhere for a while, because I'm a shameless millennial, but I did work at camp for three years, so I do have that window, and I see everything through camp. Um, from year one, two, and three, what were the big changes? Not in the program itself, but you operating within the environment. What changed? I think, and like anyone will tell you this, is like your first and second years as a teacher in like a new place, you don't know like as much as you think that you do. Um, so it's like all about kind of learning the ins and outs of school community, figuring everybody out. Like I know most of the staff now it's like, I can say hi to people in the hall and like actually know their name. Um, I think in terms of like classroom management styles and like techniques and my overall like ideology when it comes to teaching, I think it's finally been like more fully developed. Um, I think my confidence has really more like fully developed um i'm actually i'm taking a new um gig next year at natick high so i'm some changing it up a little bit i'm still doing my co-teaching but i'm actually going to be um in the compass program um which is for like it's like a social emotional therapeutic setting um for kids throughout the day i'm splitting it with my coworker john larkin um who's a great guy i'm really excited um so we're kind of like gonna see what we can do with the program and I'm actually very excited to be able to kind of work with this like high risk community and like yeah. kind of put my money where my mouth is you know what I mean like yeah I'm relationship building I'm like doing all these things and like I want to be there to support these kids and and be what they need and and you know I'm I'm hoping that I can do that that's that's my overall goal you know that's really exciting that sounds like something that's just like right up your alley. Yes. Yeah. So I'm excited. We'll see how it goes. A little nervous because we're kind of like revamping the program slightly, but hmm. it'll be cool to be able to kind of like take it and run with it. Do you have any idea of like the year over year headcount of like students that would be participating within the program? Um. So the, a lot of the students who will be in the program are like, um 
students who have like been in a hospitalized setting and are coming back into school. Um, so it gives them kind of like that safe space and that like place to be. Um, students aren't supposed to be kind of long-term in Compass. We're supposed to be that kind of like stepping ground, but there are some students that like really need that therapeutic setting throughout, which is completely fine. Um, but we have like a tutor in our program. We have um, a school psychologist who works um, directly with the students and are, is available at all times of the day, um, stuff like that. But I would say like, in terms of like your goal, it would be to be in Compass short term and not long term. That's the goal. I'm following it. I didn't know that. That's that's in, that's that's interesting, and it makes complete sense. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, but it's good. Otherwise, things are good. I mean, like, and then I love that I get to transition into the beach where I just get to like read so many books <laughs> while doing what I'm supposed to be doing. That is, that is, that is a good, do you have any big reads that you're trying to knock out for the summer that are like burning, burning, burning books that you got, a backlog? Um, I actually, I have, um, <laughs> um, this new series that I just started reading that I'm like already kind of like hooked deep into, okay. but it's, um, I'm like big into fantasy books, so like I love, like, all of that stuff, we don't have to dive into that, it's like my, my very geeky nerdy side of me is is my reading but um i love right now it's called house of earth and fire it's like crescent city something i don't know um but it's very good highly recommend last summer was my um i read like this one series it was like six books and it, they were like massive books and at, like the patrons at the beach were like checking in on me to see like where i was because i actually will say one of my skills is i can read very fast so i'm like burning through these books and they my lifeguards would come back from a shift and be like you're already had like they would get like angry at how far i was in the book and then, like i i would tell them about it they'd like ask me and be like all right well, tell us what's going on with her. And like, so then I'd tell them about the book because none of them were going to read it. And they didn't care. They were just like humoring me because um, they're just a bunch of high school kids. <laughs> they're, just, they're just letting me, you know, humor. Um, but no, so this, the books that I'm just started for this summer is the same author. So I'm, I have high hopes because the last series was really good. I love that. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, you're right. When you're that age, you kind of just, and if someone's like, like a bit older, like, you know, honestly, I look up to them, like, you kind of want to just get them going about anything and everything, you know? And they're going, and you're like, this person loves me. Yeah. 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 Oh, 100%. Although I will say, I did have a kid last summer be like, imagine reading a book called Whatever. And I was like, so mad because it was such a good part of the book. Like, very dramatic and I just turned and I looked at this kid and he was kind of a shit all summer so like I don't I didn't feel bad I just go imagine not being able to read <laughs> and he was like I can't read and I'm like at what a first grade level and he was like definitely in middle school and I'm like I'm literally picking on a child <laughs> he was being so mean to me it's gotta it's gotta be done every once in a while it must be done yeah, you got to put someone in their place every every once in a while. I, I don't care. I mean, whatever age. Yeah, you got to get in the mud. You got to get. You, yeah. you need to stay out of the mud your whole life. It's, you're not going to get anywhere. You got to get in the mud sometimes. I mean, yeah. I mean, there's definitely a limit. You know, if it's 
four or five years old, you could probably let it slide, but you know, not not those you know middle school kids who think the world revolves around them. Yeah. Jared, what do you think is what do you think is like your dark side, like your guilty guilty thing that you gotta have? You gotta exercise that demon. What do you think that is? Oh, geez, well. Huh? Damn. I came, a, I came today. It's been six months. I've mean, had all the questions. You did. So, um, you know, there is like a group or a selection of uh, Twitter accounts that I follow um, on, on Twitter. And, you know, they're usually very clever, very quick to respond to, uh, you know, certain people, you know, making certain assumptions about sports things. And these people just come in, put them in their place, and pretty much call them out, and I like it, I respect it, that's not something that, like, I personally would do, because I'm not going to be trying to be super argumentative on a a place like that, because, you know, it just, if you get into one of those things, it just ruins your whole day, getting into, like, a social media disagreement type of stuff, so, you know, typically I kind of just sit back and watch, um, you know, and oftentimes it's, you know, angry people on Twitter that, you know, make themselves look stupid anyway. So, you know, I mean, I, I guess if that is kind of what, what we're looking for, but it's not really an active uh, participation necessarily. But that's a wild thing about Twitter is you can just kind of find whatever little circle you want to find and just observe the chaos that is Twitter. I mean, yeah, Twitter's exactly. perfect. It's yeah. I mean, we have no idea we're going to run into. <laughs> You know, we all know the uh, Boston sports fan, the uh, the spoiled fan that thinks that uh, you know they they deserve their teams to win win championships every single time. But uh, you know, yeah, you know, miserable miserable fans of uh, certain teams. <laughs> it's just uh, you know stuff like that gets to me sometimes. What about you, Andrew? Um, my dark side. I'm extremely competitive, and so I need to make sure that I channel that in good ways. And I'm trying to chase up the right ladders. So, does Daisy um, does Daisy find it endearing yet? How competitive you are? I don't even know if she knows. Maybe I don't know. We have to have her on the podcast. Ask her. But I don't. I don't know. That is, I will say, Kate. Loves and hates how absolutely painfully competitive I am. <laughs> um, like she'll look at me and be like, "We were the 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 um texting games, like the game pigeon ones or whatever that you send each other. We relentlessly play each other, um, and it can get very heated. And she literally looked at me yesterday and was like, "You're being really petty," and I and like I know it's just me being unbelievably competitive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, there's also like trash talking Daisy and Madden. And I'm like, it's nine nothing. And she's like, I'm not having fun anymore. I'm like, oh my god, what's wrong with me? Yeah. What's wrong with me? So yeah, they should find that cute. She'll be like, that's cute. One day. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah, I mean, Andrew, as you can attest, I definitely get get active and get petty in the uh, group chat of ours. Sure. Um, you know, that's a nice way, a nice place to channel it. You know, it's a nice place to, you know, trash talk, get in people's faces. You yeah. know, if fantasy football, you know, brings out, brings out that sort of stuff. So, 
Yeah. You Fantasy know. football does bring out all the emotions out of you. Yes, it does. Yeah. And typically I'm not a person that, you know, is very, I'm typically not like a very hugely emotional person, but yeah, that'll come out. Yeah. That'll come out. That's not, it's not exactly pretty, but hey, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. I don't say, I wouldn't call it a dark side, but also Keith, I do feel like we will fly off the end. Yes. <laughs> And we might historically come from families that just get super angry sometimes. You know, my dad will just fly off the handle and just start screaming at people. And I'm like, ooh, I hope I never take that on one day. And alas, I have. So hopefully I shake them one day. But never in like a super scary way, but definitely in like I run around quietly pissed for at least like half an hour out of the day. Every day for no reason. Mine, mine really personifies via um, road rage, <laughs> and, which has been actually very interesting post car accident. Like the way that I know, like I'm dealing with it. Yeah, I'll get super pissed and super angry, and like I want to kill somebody. But then, like instead of being vindictive, like I used to be, like and get up and ride that person's butt. Like instead, I just like scoot around them and then kind of slow down a little so it's the it's a little bit of a safer vindictive you know, medicine yep. mm-hmm. yeah i love that yeah. so i don't i don't commute to work anymore so I've, i haven't experienced road range since we've spoken in the last six months i i punch in and out of work in my apartment so i don't experience that anymore how does it feel is it lovely it's the best thing <laughs> commutes are just like do you listen to books on tape there or do you throw on music oh books on tape and podcasts, big big murder podcast girl. Okay. Uh, another another one of those people. Yes. <laughs> I am a true crime freak, fanatic, call it what you will. Oh jeez. But I also think I'm prepared if someone were to attack me and there's a reason I sleep with scissors in my bedside table. So there you go. Yeah, do, so yeah, right don't even think about right it. What you do? What's your default? Because I'll for the listeners is you are extremely capable when shit goes off the handle we know people. dear god people for the people that can't see is keith almost immediately found a pair of scissors like before i could even finish the question she was like flaunting scissors at the screen so <laughs> there's your answer is keith always keeps scissors and she's not afraid to use them How many see, and then, i will <laughs> i will say in like a fight flight or whatever scenario yeah. i know that i like if protecting others will fight like i i know i will i've done it but i also know if it comes down to it and we are running from a, something i will also be at the front of the pack even though i am the significantly slowest person in the group <laughs> that is an as proven fact it has happened on multiple occasions <laughs> the last time in high school i outran two track stars on the native <laughs> And I didn't do anything. So, like, I know I can do it in a life or death situation. I was almost over, like, this guy's, like, yelling at us to stop. All of my friends stop. I have one leg over the fence. I'm like, what the fuck's wrong with you idiots? Get over the fence. Like, <laughs> That is a fascinating fact. Wow. I love that. But I know in a situation, if it were come down to it, I would also fight. So, like, I've... I've kicked people out of bars for being like assholes. I I do it again. I protect those. I I've never gotten into a physical fight, but I feel like I could hold my own. 
Oh, absolutely. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, you know. Running is just the ability to get, like, you have to get somewhere to the ground in a fight. Yeah. So, yeah. Doing that for a decade. Yeah. yeah. All we have to do is, you know, take us to a bar and, you know, see this in action. <laughs> because, you know, only seeing is believing. So, seeing is believing. You know, True. we got to. We gotta get 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 into a, a barroom brawl, as they say. I would I would say also. Here's my one thing on like is like you, like when you die, like what if it just goes black? Like you should definitely get into a few bar fights in your life. I mean, like you should, you should be, like, arrested, but like if you can like safely get into a brawl or a fight before you die, yeah. really should if you could. Yeah. Yeah, you know I'm down to get you know flung out of my chair once or twice, but you know I prefer not to let that happen. But you know. <laughs> That has to happen. That has to happen. Well, there's there's a lot of rumors that Colin Montgomery pushed you into a river once. So there's there's a lot of rumors. On yeah, there, there there's some rumors. Yes. So unconfirmed. 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 Unconfirmed reports. <laughs> yeah, I was I was acting up that day. Yeah. A lot of lip. A lot of lip. A lot of lip. Oh, I mean, Ali Jenna can attest to that. Oh. There's a lot of lip back in the day. A lot of lip. But Keith, was, Keith, you were guarding that day. I was guarding that day. <laughs> so you can tell your the people that you're training. I, I've seen it all. Oh. <laughs> yes. I've seen it all. Although I will say, Drew, your reaction time was really fast. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. That's all I did for like a year. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, that's, what, that's what you do the training for. You know? What'd you say? That's what, that's what you do the training for. 100 hours just for that moment. 100 years. I ended years. up going back and teaching, not teaching, but giving a, a talk to the Arrowhead staff before they went live this year. 100 hours. 100 years. 100 years. I was, I'm actually watching Good Godfather 1 here, and they say 100 years. I'm like, that's where I got it from. I didn't even know that. That's amazing. I didn't even Man, know that. Wow. It was so much fun. I titled it like the perspectives of a staff member, and I actually had a picture of you um, letting in one sec i'll be right back letting in or not letting in letting in daisy but um check it out hi hey daisy all right this is my time this is my podcast wait show them the apartment well no we're we're live we're live daisy show people the apartment but we're not recording um but yeah keep i showed them the picture i don't know if you've seen it i'd actually love to just grab it and share my screen but it's of you um, taking Emmy around the bases with Bridget Stevens as the volunteer behind you. And I was like, this is literally like, there's no training. Like it's, it's trained from people seeing you doing it the right way. So just do it the right way. And like, just be forthcoming when you shadow others that are new in the spot and everything will be fine. But I got to show you that picture because I literally stopped on it for like 10 minutes. And just lectured Wait, Yes, I want to see it. Oh my God. But yeah, actually, I thought I used a bunch of key examples, unsurprisingly, a bunch of candy examples, uh, a bunch of Ethan examples, and all the people that I saw, I just told them all about it. Didn't use any me examples? Wow, I'm really bothered by that. Oh, you came up here. Don't you, don't you even worry about it. If you came up. You were the center of the conversation. Oh my god, it's saying I had to, here, I'm just going to take a screenshot of it and send it to you. This, <laughs> This is bad podcast. You guys can talk about something else. I'll, I'll, I'll text it in the chat. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, Andrew, one of the things that I was curious, um, 
you know, for the for the listeners, you know, Andrew moved to to Brooklyn a couple months ago. So I'm uh, curious to ask you about uh, some New York stories. New York. New York stories. Yeah, I mean, yeah. New York is just dope. Like, it's just like you could do you could do anything. You could see everything. Mm-hmm. I don't have any like crazy stories. Like my friends came and visited and you know, went went up and up and down and around, mm. but. But yeah, no, I'm, okay. I don't. I wish I had better stories for you, Garrett. Gotcha. Well, you got you got to venture out more. I got to venture you out. Got more. to. I really do. I mean, there were some exploits that, you know, off the podcast I heard about, but. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think that dirty laundry needs to be aired. No, 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 no. Um, I think that that would that would upset some uh, some listeners. All right, so Keith, here's here's the picture right here. Of course. So that right there. And the slide, the greater slide itself, was about making it your own. So I talked about how you like were in arts and crafts, and it was like kind of a challenge to like just grind out like creating a thing. So for you, like photography was more stimulating, so you did that. And then I talked about Beyonce Day that you did, and then I talked about this moment right here. I talked about how like you have a role and responsibility, but like ultimately, it's kind of like you puts life into it and makes it your own. And so Keith was like that person that like took her assignment and just absolutely ripped it. So yeah, a good example too. That's an amazing picture. I love that. That's an all time picture. I'm like, oh God, you can tell I'm struggling, but like we're getting around those friggin' bases. (laughs) Any any way possible. (laughs) Yeah. I even talked about that. Like the struggle on the face and then just how happy the camera is. That's like, that's it right there. Yeah. Yeah. That's all that matters. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, I'm honored. Thank you for putting me in there. Yeah. And what's really dope is I couldn't find the picture because I don't like to have all the slideshows, but there's a picture of Bridget doing the same thing like two years, three years later. So it's just really, like, yeah. So it's a really great story. It really oh. ties together well. Oh, that's really awesome. And I mean, who doesn't want that? I mean, so. Ah, <laughs> <a goat. laughs> okay, are you getting fired up for Rez? Oh yeah, I mean, come on. Is that even a question? <laughs> what what are we talking about here? Practice. Yeah, I mean, geez, every every year it comes up, man. It's a, you know, every year is kind of something in and of its own. Um, but yeah, I'm always excited. You know, I think that it's, and I've probably talked about this, talked about it on this podcast. Um, but just being able to, you know, go back and see the change. You know, see the new staff members, the people with kind of newer responsibilities, you know, the new volunteers, you know, geez, I really got thrown into the mix last summer. And that was, you know, something I had to adjust to, you know, and I think that I'm usually a person that I'm able to kind of easily go with the flow and be able to adapt to a lot of different things. But I think I really kind of surprised myself that I really had to adapt to um, a completely new set of you know, I guess rules is the right, is the correct thing to say, but like, you know, having to deal with kind of the different, uh, procedures with like COVID and all that, you know, having a, a volunteer that was, you know, totally new. Um, but I think, yeah, you know, every year it, it's, it's so exciting, you know, every year making that drive up and, you know, thinking about, you know, what, what kind of memories am I going to make this time? Um, and it's been awesome, you know, having both of you there um, at, at different points uh, as well. So, 
yeah, you know, as excited as ever this year. Yeah, this group's had some runs, some serious runs in the day. I miss Rez. I will say that is like the biggest, craziest week. I will never not miss Rez. Yeah, it's something that it'll stay with you the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. That's going to burn through me every August. Every yeah. second week of August, I'm like, it's just going to burn through me. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's, it's amazing that, like, you know, program a camp, you know, when you think about camp, you know, camp is something that you do when you're, you know, seven, eight, nine, ten years old, and you do it for a couple summers when, when you're a kid, um, you know, and it's just speaks to how special this particular camp has been that it's like, geez, I'm 26 years old. I don't want to stop going. You know, you're, you're going to have to stop me, you know. You're going to have to stop me from going. Hell yeah. You have to pull him out of there. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to have to drag me out of there. I'm not leaving without a fight. <laughs> oh, it's going to be fired up. Yeah. And also, Keith, the camp that you were at in, in um, the Hole in the Wall gang is also another one I'd say is just rare air as far as the camp that you were involved in both, which is like pretty incredible. Oh, God. I mean, I would go back. I would go back to either and volunteer if I could. Like, if I could make it work and I could swing it, I would in an instant. Yeah. 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 Transformative places. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, trying to trying to think of other stuff that's been going on recently. Um, you know, end of, end of the school year, which is nice. Hell yeah. Hmm. Well, hey, maybe if the situation presents itself, we could get a, you know, in-person uh, podcast at some point. Ooh la la, that sounds amazing. That would be, yeah. be, a, be an idea. I'm a lot taller in person here. <laughs> yeah. Over, o- over six feet, though? Um, well, I, I guess if that's, uh, everything we got, um, you know, I know that it's been six months, but you guys will remember how we usually close the podcast. Um, you know, I know that it's been, it's been so long, so maybe let's keep it to like the last week or, or two weeks as to like, uh, positive development, uh, in your life or something positive that happened or something that you enjoyed. I've got, I've got like a, a twofer, I would say. My, yeah. my one would be obviously school years. I mean, come on, that is huge. <laughs> I had one class I'm going to miss a lot, and I had one class I'm not going to miss at all. <laughs> I'm very excited to just have a new year come up. But my other one is I actually, um, Kate had won tickets to go um, to like 18 holes, like 18 holes at a golf course. Um, we got like a golf cart and a $50 gift certificate to the like, 
place after and we got to go and like it was just really nice like I got a new golf bag um and it was it was just kind of like cool it was nice to like be be out and doing something that I haven't done in a really long time and like have fun doing it and I mean granted me and the golf clubs had a few course words with each other but like otherwise everything was totally fine <laughs> it, it reminded me like there's like this one um i don't know TikTok video vine instagram something of this guy and he's like i get to play my favorite game today <laughs> and he calls it whack fuck and it's like every time he swings and he like goes to tee off he'll slap like whack the ball and then afterwards just yell fuck so it's like it's my favorite game whack fuck and i did that like three times and i just kept thinking about it <laughs> but overall honestly really fun so that would be another like hooray that i had this week nice um but yeah uh i i, I guess i can go um so it was uh friday it's like late friday morning i think i'd finished um <laughs> I think I'd finish uploading the episode that uh, I did with you, Brenna. Um, and so uh, one of my friends calls me and um, or either he called me or like texted our group chat, um, uh, a friend of mine from Sudbury. Um, and he texted and he said, hey, you know, my boss gave me tickets to go to the Red Sox game tonight. Um, and so uh, we kind of figured out logistically, uh, met up a couple of blocks from Fenway, went over, had a great time, uh, went to a Red Sox game for the first time in, uh, I mean, at least three, four years for me. I hadn't been to Fenway in uh, quite a long time, but uh, had a great time. It was awesome just getting to be, getting to be at Fenway, getting to be at a live sporting event for the first time in, in a good amount of time, I think. That's awesome. Yeah, so that was uh, that was definitely a highlight of the last week or so. That's awesome, yeah. Andrew. Yeah, Andrew, what do you got? Um, I went out to eat with my girlfriend and her parents, and bit a couple drinks, hanging out, chatting, and uh, the the parent ended up kind of sharing about their life, like their twenties, and you just never really get those moments. Those moments never really. You never, it's very, it's very rare to get people out of their element to kind of talk about their lives and like mm. share pockets or things you never hear. And so just learned a lot about the person. It was just like hilarious, fun conversation, but it's cool. Like it's a, sometimes you just you bump into enough people, you ask enough questions, you start learning things. And I just learned a ton, but it was just a really great, qual like truly quality time, which is rare. So was, yeah. and I'll also, I will also do it two for one shamelessly is, is this, I absolutely love doing this. This was so nice. So. I love also spending quality time with you too. Yeah, yeah, it was great to great to be back with you guys. Great to do this. You know, hopefully we can start doing this a little more regularly so that listeners can hear from us. <laughs> Not up in six months. Um, but yeah, no, it definitely was fun getting together with you guys. Um, any 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 final thoughts you guys have? Um, I don't think so. Okay. I'm overall on a blog. I say just stay on for two minutes if you could. Daisy wants to come say hello to you too, but this is only for for the after hours. Yeah, actually, yeah, the, the, the Patreon, if you will. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, everyone, hope you enjoyed this episode. You can follow uh, the Twitter page at Breath Podcast. Give you guys updates for the next 
a uh, couple of weeks, you know, if there's episodes or any other information we decide to tweet out, uh, you can uh, follow us there and then you can listen uh, on Spotify. So uh, everyone, we'll talk to you next time.